Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that college boyfriend who you went streaking with because you lost a game of beer pong. I could be reading about a woman that you had a crush on in high school, but you find out she's really into pussy and wants you to watch. I could be reading from the mom next door. You know, the one, the one that you used to give it to or wanted to give it to. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, you can send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also send them to Twitter or Instagram at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And remember, by submitting a story or question or anything else, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to the creation. Don't forget to go vote for me for ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards. I'm up for a best adult podcast and best adult lifestyle podcast. You can vote every 24 hours. Voting ends next month, July 31st. So make sure you vote as often as you can. And don't forget, my tickets are bought. I'm going to be there. Are you brave enough to come say hi? I hope you are. I'd like to meet you. Need a little more, Nikki? $5 a month gets you an extra show, a surprise every once in a while, in early access to this show, go to patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. Don't forget, you can't find me using search. They hate me. So you have to type it all in. <laughs> patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. I hope to see you there. So one of the questions I'm asked often in emails is what about what is it about Woodford? And it always brings me back to when I first tried it and how I felt. And I don't know if you guys, if there's a particular liquor that you or drink, it doesn't have to necessarily be alcohol, or food or anything that it takes you to a certain place. That's Woodford for me. It's it just one, the smell alone is very intoxicating. But you know, and I've had other whiskeys before, and they're very good other whiskeys out there in their own right. But to me, this just said sex, this said eroticism, and I'm not talking about porn or, you know, the, the, you know, the only fan women out there and all of those. I'm talking about, you know, raw, very uninhibited sexual energy that we get with our partner, the ones that, you know, just something that when it hits our lips, it, you know, makes us think outside the box. And that's what Woodford did for me. It really made me feel sexy and intoxicating and just, 
I don't know how to explain it besides that. It, you know, I have very high end bar, mahogany tops, leather chairs, the, the cigar smoke in the air. Very, very mysterious, very mystique. I mean, you have the whiskeys out there that, that have that edginess. Not this. This is smooth. This is the, you know, the Rita Hayworth, Mellon Monroe, Lauren Bacall, Grace Kelly, those women and, and men too. And of course, it makes me think of my sexy lineup, you know, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson, Pierce Brosnan. And how could I forget my Tim Robbins, right? <laughs> As you can see, there's a age thing going on with me. And yes, I have it. It's yeah. Anyway, that's another story for a different day. But that's what Woodford makes me think of as the sexy, classy people. And I don't know them personally, obviously, or, you know, the ones that are still around, but that aura they give off that I could see them there in that those rooms and just being but they always had that presence. And to me, that's what Woodford does. It has that stigma that has that presence of erotic and sensual. And that is why I drink it a lot. It does make me feel erotic and sensual. And that's why I have a glass right here beside me right now. Keep the questions coming. I'm loving each. Again, you know, you guys are really making me think out of the box. I thought they would be different. And they always surprise me what you guys are wanting to know. This week, we actually have one and we haven't had any in a while, but here we go. Dear Nikki, my girlfriend and I have been dating for about two years now, and I've only seen her come twice. And she was the one who made it possible. Cowgirl position. My penis is actually small, about four and a half inches, and I'm constantly worrying that I can't satisfy her. And it's going on for about a year now, and it's making me lose my confidence in myself. Any advice? First of all, deep breath. A lot of women don't come from penetration anyway. We have to play. So think of it as, you know, and maybe encourage that. Ask her first, you know, say, is there anything else? Um, you may be pleasing her anyway. Um, if you know what you're doing and know, you know, ask, communicate, you know, sit down with her. What can I do to make you feel better? Is there something I can give you better? Is there something you want to try? That thing that, that, you know, the mouth we have that we can talk to other people with, you know, if you've been with her two years now, you should be able to in the bedroom say, what can I do for you? It also helps with foreplay, play with her beforehand, go down on her. If, if that's your thing with her, finger her, touch her, use a vibrator on her, communicate someone that's willing to go the extra step and pleasure their partner and make sure that that's happening is going to get the same effort back or should get the same effort back. Cause like we said here, effort for effort matches. It's not, um, you're not a selfish lover. And I think by you worrying, it shows that you're not. So again, ask her where you're comfortable. Where are you more comfortable having this conversation in a car on a road trip on, you know, in the bedroom where, but ask, maybe she just wants you to play with her and maybe it's okay. Cause some women, like I said, we only come from fingering or playing with our pussy. And maybe when you're fucking her, go ahead and tell her, reach down and play with your pussy for me. I think that'll help your confidence too. 
You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some more food, with some dirty cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, my wife and I have a friend who is house-sitting at the moment, and the place has a pool and a hot tub. Last night, we went over for dinner, and the three of us wound up in the hot tub afterwards. My wife and I didn't have any bathing suits, so we were naked. The friend, a short, athletic Vietnamese woman, was in a one-piece bathing suit. She and the wife were talking about sexual wants and desires, and the friend asked me what I want. I said nothing abstract. I just want you to kiss me. She leaned in and kissed me, which got the wife going. The next thing I know, I'm making out with the friend while the wife is teasing me suddenly very hard cock with her hands under the water. After a couple minutes of this, I wound up sitting on top step to give my wife access to suck my cock. Our friend basically holding me down, aggressively kissing me. Mama wife blows me. They took a break to make out with each other, sitting on top of me. Then went back to me, making out with the friend while my wife sucked me to completion. After my wife swallowed my cum, I tried to catch my breath while the two of them put on a show for me, making out with each other for a few minutes more. I live a good life. Roger. Well, hello, Roger. How are we doing? I think most people here listening would agree you probably had a good life or have a good life, actually. Ladies and gentlemen, see, there are women out there that are willing to allow our lover, husband, partner, watch us make out with another woman or even reverse scenario. I'm sure there's us women out there that if a man wanted to reach for a man, make out or even just second stroke, we'd watch. Would you ladies, gentlemen, that's a question, right? You know, reaching outside that box, doing what we desire, what we need, but yet having that third person there, the one that we're in love with, or just in a good, solid foundation of a relationship with, if we say that word, are we saying the art word now? Partnership, lover. <laughs> what do you guys think? Could this be something that you would do? Could this be something that you would explore with your partner, lover, spouse, whatever we're calling them here? Could you allow them to have that, to have that one taste of the forbidden fruit? But as you can see, he didn't get to touch her. His dick did not come anywhere near her. He just made out with her. And think, if they went on and played, he probably got to taste his wife's pussy of her lips. Gentlemen, what do you think about that? Ladies? Thoughts? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, one of the reasons why I love older married guys is because of the experience factor. I honestly didn't know what a rim job was till this past weekend. I don't think I could ever go back to dating or messing around with guys my age. Older men is just where it's at for me. They just know what they want and have so much experience under them. Unlike guys my age, we would probably would never have asked me to give them a rib job, maybe thinking I wouldn't do it, not even knowing what it is like me. As I was giving him a blow job, he told me, 
I haven't had a red job in a while. I, not knowing what he meant and thinking he was talking about the blowjob, I replied to him saying, really? Well, good thing I'm here. Then he asked me if I was going to give him one and I looked at him confused. At that point, he knew I didn't know what one was and let out a small laugh and said, you have a lot to learn, little slut. I have never been degraded or called a slut by a guy before. And honestly, this turned me on. This was something I would never have known I'd liked if I was only seeing guys my age. He pulled his cock out of my mouth and slapped me with it a couple of times. I grabbed it and started licking it up and down. Just as I was going to put it back into my mouth, he grabs a handful of my hair and pulls my head away from his cock. He explains to me what a rim job was and says, I would be the youngest ever by far to give him one and asked me, what do you think? At this point, I'm so wet, many things are going through my mind, like his wife being at home, having no idea what's going on, my parents being at home thinking I'm with a friend when I'm reality at a hotel being called a slut and being cock slapped across the face. Anyways, me wanting to make him happy because married guys are my weakness. I replied, I would do anything for you. Him still holding my hair tells me before that I want you to lick my balls. So I do exactly that. After a couple minutes of licking my balls, I start licking more towards his asshole till I finally get to it. I'm going crazy, licking around it, licking from his asshole to his balls, going back and forth. He's grunting in pleasure while calling me degrading names. Keep going. Don't you dare fucking stop, you little bitch. Has stuck in the head ever since. So I learned something new that I never knew I'd like. So freaking wet just thinking about it. Anita. Hello, Anita. Thank you so much for not freaking out over this. And I've got to agree with you. Older men are just sexy as fuck. <laughs> I, I've always been like you since when the older men, you know, I've never had a problem landing an older man. I mean, when I was, well, not legal, I looked very legal. And now it's just even out now I'm, I look younger, which is, hey, that's cool too. But I get it. Even now, I still crave an older man. I think at times I still have that um, good girl and need a daddy. <laughs> so here's the thing. We all, for those of us that don't know what a rim job is and may have not ever given one, they're sexy as hell. But it is exactly what she said. It's licking around the anus. And watching your partner, it may not be something you're into, but if they're clean and healthy and you've done all the, you know, everybody calls them boring stuff, but must needed stuff if you're in a new relationship or a new partnership, it is sexy to watch your partner come undone if that's their thing, especially if you have them blindfolded on a bed and you're stroking their cock as you're licking them and watching them just finally let go and just give themselves completely over. And then they start riding your tongue. That's when you know you're doing something right, ladies and gentlemen. Am I right? <laughs> could you do this? If this is something, I mean, could you be as brave as her? And I really hope you could. If it, take the older out and him being sexually dominant, I might add, could you do it? If they said, 
I haven't had a REM job in a really long time. Could you do it? Would you volunteer to please them that way? 90% of the time you please them, they're going to do damn good and sure and give it back. If your hookup partner, lover, partner, did I already say partner? (laughs) Asked you for something they hadn't received in a very long time and you weren't sure how to do it. Would you ask? Would you give in to them? It sounds like he went sexy, crazy, hot, finding out what I lovingly call a virgin in rimming or anal or insert any sexual act here. Virgin, (laughs) not necessarily popping of cherries. Could you do it? Would you do it? I find it sexy as hell if you've never given well one or you're being open to direction. It's, there's something about listening to your partner's voice drop when it feels so good and you're doing, you're doing something right. Or they have to stop you and says, damn, you're way too good at this. You better stop or I'm going to come and I'm going to paint your pretty little face. Well, would you? That's what I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, okay. A couple weeks ago, I wrote in to tell you about my female doing a prostate exam on me, her first with me. It turned into a come fest for me and a little interest for her. I just can't figure it out. She's a solid three on the scale, no tone figure that I can see from her clothes. The only thing is the French tips on her nails, small, small tits. Anyway, in the strip mall that my doctor works in is a liquor store I went there about 6.30 or so, so she was there. My heartbeat started revving, and I didn't know what to say. So I went up and said, Hi, doctor. I'll have to put that in line of my bank of keepers. So I said hi and asked what I was doing there. Well, we did some small talk, not a stitch of flirting, and it turned out she was a member of the wine club here in our city. So she started discussing her favorite wines, She actually took the first monumental step and asked me over to her condo to try a couple glasses of her collection out. There was something about this woman, not attractive in the least, totally not my type, no sexual attraction or sex appeal, but I wanted her badly. We got to her place in 15 minutes and she went on to put on a pair of Lulu's and an oversized t-shirt, kind of sexy look to me, for the first time ever. We got to the second bottle of wine and were really definitely loosening up. She was close to me on the couch and she had an eclectic mix of swing out sister, Nina Simone and other jazzy kind of set the mood tunes on. We'd brushed our arms against each other a number of times, but I'm 52 and honestly, I was like a boy on prom night. So I grabbed her hand and held it, caressed it and said, what beautiful nails. That was the best I had at the time. I finally, after about another half an hour, reached for her ribs, grabbed them with both hands, and pulled her to me. We embraced and kissed beautifully. I pulled up her shirt to see a bra, which, if you ask me, she didn't need one. But the most interesting thing was a thick as thick could be patch of underarm hair that she had to unveil when I lifted her t-shirt over her head. She was uncomfortable having me see them, but little did she know, I love natural hair suit on women. We kissed more. She did my pants and then I wiggled out of them. My cock was rock hard 
and a huge stain of pre-cum was soaked in the front of my underwear. She pushed on my cock, and then I got on my knees and pulled off her Lulu's. There for me was a pair of small panties, but about two inches outside of her panties was a large bush with deadly treasure trail going out of the way to her belly button. I got on top and she said to bed in her broken English. She grabbed my hand and guided me to her bedroom. There, in just our panties and underwear, we got under the covers, embraced and kissed passionately. I said to her, why are you not married? No kids. She stated she thought she was a lesbian from when she was about 12 and liked women much more than guys. She had experimented but had no relationships. Too timid, she said, so she masturbated all the time, like she was embarrassed, but about 20 times a week. I reached under her panties and through all matted, wet hair was a delicious, formed pussy, dritched and wanting attention. I pulled off her panties and saw her legs, not hairy, but not shaved either, not bristly, just fine half-inch hair to her ankles. I started licking and kissing them. She was hesitant at first, but let me go after five minutes or so of kissing and caressing. I pulled off my underwear, and my hard, stiff, pulsing cock was released. She put her hand on it, almost unsure what to do with my cock. I moved it close to her hairy mound of cunt hair and started rubbing it along the slit and clit with the hair mixed in and started to get wet. I got on top of her shapeless bod and looked at her glistening hairy armpits. She grabbed my cock and said, Put it in. I'm a virgin. So I started to, but I wanted to kiss this woman as we began to make love. I held her hands and rubbed my cock against her hair. She took a hand and grabbed my dick and slid it in that hairy fucking mound of wet cunt. We started to slow. She was groaning and moaning in her Slavic language. We got the rhythm going nicely as she changed her hand positions on my back to my face, around my neck, and then started pulling on my ass. She wrapped those legs around me and started hitting me with her heel into my left ass cheek. Kind of hard, but kind of cool too. Never had that done to me. We were sloppy. Oh, so sloppy kissing. Saliva was on our chins, dripping onto her neck. I started sucking on her small pink nipples and then heard her get really rubbed up as I started fucking this beautiful, gorgeous woman. I pumped her harder and harder, had my hands under her ass, spreading her ass, fingering her hairy asshole. I wanted to eat that thing, but I was too crazy about making love to the special woman. After 45 minutes or so of simple, good missionary, she started shaking kind of violently, almost seizing. She was shaking so hard and moaning so loud, she lifted her legs and said, Fill my vagina with your fertile seed. I started pumping this woman harder and harder until I felt that familiar pulse enter my hairy balls at the bottom of my shaft of my dick. I started blowing gobs upon gobs of sperm into her virgin, fertile cunt, filling her up as I never have before. I said, I love you. Don't ask me where that came from. She said, I do too. We wound down as 15 pulses of orgasm went through my body and slowed to a stop. My cock has softened and fell out. She quickly put her pussy against my thigh and asked her if what she was doing. She said, keeping it in. I want a baby. Holy fuck, I thought. I didn't know what to do. 
or what I was doing. I had tremendous feelings for this woman and could handle this love all the time, but not sure about a child. She said, I'm still fertile, 47 and eggs left, and I want yours. She kissed me hard and put her arms around me and we both fell asleep. I think in love, but definitely a new chapter in our lives, perhaps to open up in about 10 days. So I'll keep you up to date, Nikki. Fingers crossed. Rob. Hello, Rob. I'm glad you guys took this leap. Um, the 47 and eggs and fertile. Um, hopeful, positive thoughts from over here. I never really know what to say with that, but positive thoughts going your way and congratulations or good luck to the outcome you want. How we about you were there? Ladies and gentlemen, have you or have you ever had someone say those three little words that aren't so little, let's be honest, during sex? And if so, what was the reply or how did you react? I can honestly say there is probably only two times in my life ever that I almost said it. I've never, ever said it during sex. Um, especially you have, I've never said it beforehand, like in a non-sexual encounter way. Um, emotions can be garbled, that kind of thing. And it's such a dangerous sentence, a statement. I held back and there you go. So no, I've never said it during, but what about you guys? Have you ever had a moment where it just gets so overwhelming that you want to, and you really want to, but you blurt it out. And what was the reaction? Two, have you ever, for some reason, never been able to explain because maybe they aren't typically in your wheelhouse and they aren't very attractive, but there's just something about them that, you know, you're pulled to them. I know that if you look at on paper, some one or two of the people that I've been with, even my lover, it's not somebody I would typically be with. Absolutely not. But there's this magnetic pull and he gets me. He 100% gets me. And that's all that matters to me. Are we opposites in a lot of things, but it blends very well. So it works for us. Not telling everybody to to step outside and look outside. But then again, we don't believe in boxes here. So why not give that person that doesn't turn you on, but you're curious about them. Sometimes the best attractions for somebody is just curiosity. And why not follow it? I know I did. And he's completely amazing. In between the dirty little thoughts that you share with me, I take a nice sip with my Woodford Reserve with some of the red, sensual, dark cherries. Over the rocks, of course. Join me with a glass. Two ounces of their nice, sexy bourbon. They're very sensual cherries. Ice, rocks, or neat. Cheers, if you're joining me. Dear Nikki, I'm more of a bye guy. I've always wanted to go to a glory hole and suck some stranger's cock. I was working out of town, so I grabbed a sheet and hung it up, and it worked out to be a good glory hole. I was on the ground floor with the sliding glass door to the parking lot. Everything was set up, so I posted an ad online for a private glory hole. 
Now the wait. In 30 minutes, I had three guys wanting me to come over. I gave them instructions and the first guy showed up. I gave him the room number and he came in. The room was dark and he walked up to the hole, dropped his pants. He had a nice cock, six inches cut. I took it into my mouth. I love the feeling of a cock growing in my mouth. Well, it didn't take long for him to get close. I felt his cock starting to pump and then his warm cum hit the back of my throat and he filled my mouth. I swallowed it all. I passed him a towel and he cleaned up and left. Five minutes later, the second guy let me know he was here. So I told him the room number and he came in and dropped his pants. He was a little smaller, but very thick. He didn't take long to fill my mouth. The third guy didn't show up, so I checked my email and there were five more guys looking. One guy said he had an eight-inch cock. I have never sucked a cock that big. I gave him the address and he was there in 10 minutes. When he came in, I was so nervous when he dropped his pants and his soft cock was five inches. I just opened my mouth and started playing and licking it. As it grew and got bigger, I was getting hard myself. Well, it got to full length and I had to try to get it down my throat. I took as much as I could and there were still three inches left. So I pushed, and it just slid down my throat. He let out a moan and felt his body tense. I felt his cock start to pulse as he started to pump his cum down my throat. I started to cum at the same time. I let him slide out of my mouth, and he just cleaned up and left. I sucked five more cocks that night. I was there for a week, and set it up two more times. The eight-incher came back both times. Now I'm trying to get ten inches. If I do, I'll send you a new story. Ken. Hello, Ken. I have never, well, no, I don't think I've ever had eight. Um, Seven, very thick. (laughs) And there's no way it was going to go down. Um, It stretches my mouth. It did. It just was, yeah, it was very thick and very nice. Um, I think it's really ruined me for, you know, yeah, we won't go there. So <laughs> have you done it again yet? I really want to know. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're into cock or pussy, well, I guess that'd be equivalent of a man fuck, you know, if man was looking to titty fucked and he has never fucked a pair of, you know, this size. Would you, would you put an ad out if this is the enormous size of whatever you wanted to try? Could you do it? First of all, kudos for doing the whole, I don't think I could do that. Put up the sheet and put in an ad out and say, hey, I'm horny. Yeah, no. But then now my mind wanders to the sheet and the story of the farmer who puts the eggs down and the, you know, to see if they sleep together and the eggs are empty the next morning. I don't know if you guys know that joke. I, I don't know. I'm horrible at jokes. You guys should know that by now. So, <laughs> but anyway, would you, could you do that? Find a way to explore a fantasy that you're looking for that you're hours away from nobody knowing. And I know the saying always goes, even if you're like light years away, you would still find somebody you knew and find out that you were, you know, but could you take that chance? Could you take that chance let your guard down 
and step out of that box and just explore it. Because he has a sheet up. You're not going to see. The room's dark. Why not let go if you're out of town? Why not let go and just embrace it? Feel good for once and relax. Sometimes we just need a good relaxing. And I always say, if you're stressed, cranky, or as someone tells me, auntsy, maybe you just need a good orgasm. Have you tried that? I think if we masturbated and came to completion, I think sometimes the world would be a better place. What do you think? Dear Nikki, I was cruising an online chat on a Sunday afternoon. I have always had a voyeuristic streak, hearing others in hotel rooms, etc. So listening to a couple going at it is a huge turn on. As a poly open person that has been with the female half, the interactions of a couple has always been a fascination, but never something I've experienced. On that Sunday afternoon, this changed. And in a lot of online environments, there are so many catfishers and false promises. Most people want to do something naughty, but are too timid to do so. On this particular chat, a couple posted looking for a third with experience. After a couple of whiskeys, I thought, what the hell? I messaged back. After some messaging back and forth with the details, they asked if I would phone. I said that I would be ready in 10. Enough time to slow the heartbeat and decide if I was doing this. I took a chance. The phone rang the first time and I missed it in my nervous fluster. Back in chat, I asked them to try again. I answered the phone expecting to hear a solo dude cranking away, but was greeted with the most lovely, seductive, confident, lovely wifey of the airwaves. I was beside myself and properly seduced in minutes. Talking fantasy and using my bedroom voice are strong suits for me, and she melted me into that mode with a snap of her fingers. She said that her husband was watching us talk and could hear us. I started laying it on thick, getting into the moment of what we were sharing. We kept pushing and pleasing each other, telling each other what to do and listening to the movement of fingers and ragged sighs. She told me he was eating her out soon after, losing his mind. It was only another breathy moment after that, he had mounted her, and I could hear them going at it. The slapping, the moaning need, the desperation of horny flesh. The only downside was that we were both so turned on that their hard fucking was over in ten minutes. Each second of needy grunts while I whispered into her hair were magic. I hadn't intended for it to end that fast. She asked me to come, baby. So... As they cuddled into each other's arms, and I was encouraged to through the orgasm, after a little light talk in the glow, we hung up the phone. I was still head spinny and trying to process how a fantasy had just been fulfilled for hours after, but it was one of the sexiest ten minutes of my life. Doug. Hello, Doug. Were you flirting with me, or did this actually really happen? I mean, either way, it's sexy as hell. Um, I wonder who you had fucking me. Hmm. wonder what he thinks of it. Huh. That's kind of a question. If it was for me, that is. Ladies and gentlemen, would you 
Would you put out an ad for someone to call and listen to you have sex with your partner? Or in his scenario, it started off with her partner listening or watching both with her on the phone with another person. Could you do that? It's a step towards a reality, something acting out, but you're not crossing that line, putting your toe into the water. I'm in love with this. If you did this and it's wasn't about me and I didn't overread this, did you do it again? I really hope so. And if not, and this is about me, did you call back? Did you want to do it again? And if so, were you ever invited over? Hmm, that's a question I have. What about you guys? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, I had my dick in a woman who is now my wife before I knew her name. I was at a house party in college, and one of my friends told me to come upstairs to the bathroom. He had a chick bent over the sink, her skirt lifted, and her panties around her knees. She had a sexy, low-cut tank top, and her tits were hanging out of the top. My buddy was pounding her from behind, looked at me, and when I got in, said, she said I could call a friend to join in. Let's spit roast her. I pulled out my dick, and she started to suck it best she could while being bounced around from the pounding she was still taking. She was a bridge between our dicks, taking her head back to the moan for brief moments and then going back to town getting me rock hard. The first words my lovely wife ever said to me were, Do you have a condom? You can fuck me if you have a condom. I did have one. So I wrapped up, and my buddy and I switched spots. She has pretty small tits, but is super fit and played soccer in college. She had a nose ring at the time. I was going at her for a little bit, and it suddenly started to feel good and wet and warm. I gave in to the sensation and started spraying out my warm jizz. When I knew I had been drained, I pulled my dick out and my heart sank as I looked down and saw the broken condom wrapped around the base of my shaft, and my dick was coated in creamy sex juices. I thought about not saying anything and just leaving, but after a brief internal debate, I asked if she was on the pill. She said she was and didn't seem to be worried at the time, so I left and went home. About a month and a half later, I got a text from an unknown number saying, Is this Ken? If so, we need to talk about what happened at the party. I confirmed that it was me, and she said that she was late on her period and that I was the only person who had come inside her recently. We met up to talk about what would happen, and she stated that she was against having an abortion. We got to know each other the next two weeks but then she got her period. Turned out she was not pregnant. We ended up hanging out more anyways and started dating. And now we are married. And that's actually how I met my wife. Not the story that we tell our families. Ken. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Ken, I'm laughing because uh, my note from Darcy, he puts notes beginning of every story and after the end, Um, The one in the beginning said, and that, kids, is how I met your mother. And then he ends the story with, listen, guys, when it suddenly feels really good and creamy, that's a sure sign your condom just broke. (laughs) I'm sorry, the man just cracks me up. You would have to know. No, wait. Well, hmm. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, I wonder how that's working for you guys. I, you know, um, do you guys reenact the whole spit roasting thing from college? That's my question. I really want to know that. Are you still, you know, and what other things are you doing? I mean, and after you started dating, did you still play with other, you know, men? Did you invite women in? That's something else I want to know. Or did it just stickly just that was a one time thing. And after you guys started dating, you guys didn't explore anymore. And that would be sad. I mean, and that would be sad for me because I believe in explorers, but for you, but if that's what worked for you guys to, okay, we explored before we got together. Hey, that's okay too. But I'm really hoping you're at least talking about the story still in the bedroom that you're reliving them, maybe not with somebody at least that, you know, you're playing with each other, doing things to each other, having fun still keeping it alive, exploring your partners. And, you know, I bet you are as funny as Darcy and have said to both of your, you know, when you actually lie, you know, I won't say lie. It's just walking up the line and not crossing it. Or, you know, um, when somebody asks, hey, how'd you meet your lover? You know, you could go, well, and oh, we just met at a party, which is not a lie. It's just not explaining the whole story. You're just not finishing it. You're keeping it simple and sweet, right? So, and then when you leave the party, you go and, you know, and mom and dad, that's how I met my, your, you know, your daughter-in-law or, you know, that's how I met your son-in-law. There you go. Or in this case, hey, kids, that's how I met your mother, like the TV show. I think this is a great place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or you can do it anonymously on the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes, which I know I'm falling behind on, but my sexy thoughts of the day are back (laughs) at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And in closing, the way you sat across that room with that whiskey, that Woodford in your class, eyeing me up and down as I walked towards you, made me wet, made me nervous. But the way you held that glass in that bar made me know I knew you knew how to touch my body. Hmm. You want to prove it? I'd really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.